So you may think if I'm not focused on it 24 seven, I'm not gonna achieve it. I'm not gonna be where I wanna be. I'm not gonna achieve success. It's a bold-faced lie. Welcome to the Words of Wisdom podcast. This is the place to be to raise the consciousness within in order to create a life and business of ease, flow, and freedom. This podcast offers inspiring stories, strategies, and special guests to help you become your most aligned self. I am Minerva Maharaj, a former NBA Toronto Raptors dancer, turned ICF accredited spiritual life coach, founder of Goddess of Wisdom Spiritual Life Coaching, and Starseed Academy Coach Training. My soul's mission is to show you the impossible is truly possible. Thank you so much for joining me here today. Let's get to awakening your soul's wisdom. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Words of Wisdom. I'm so grateful to have you here with me today. Today, what I want to share with you is three unexpected habits that will bring clients and money to you. Three unexpected routines, habits, things that will bring clients and money to you. And this is from experience, what I have walked through my own trial and error. And even recently where I'm like, oh, it's so interesting that every time I do these three things, something good happens. I get a new awareness, I get a new download, or the actual thing will show up in my life. So I wanted to share this with you. So get that pen and paper ready or get your mind wide open and be willing to learn something new, receive an insight and to take new action after this episode. Okay, so the first thing that unexpectedly may bring clients and money to you. Number one is tidying your space, having a tidy home. Now I have two toddlers. Well, one's four, one's one, one and a half years old. So when are you done being a toddler? Anyways, I have two little ones, okay? Run two businesses. I have Starseed Academy, coach training school. I have my goddess of wisdom coach practice. It is obviously busy. It is, you know, always crumbs on the ground. It gets cluttery the minute you clean it. It happens. So I totally get if you're probably thinking like, how can I keep the place clean and tidy? Well, let me tell you how. You go ahead and you Marie Kondo your place. (laughs) I am so late to the party, but I think over the holidays or like time is always a warp for me. So I'm sorry if my like timeline is always off. But I would say in January, I watched Marie Kondo, like watched the whole season, like just like binge watched it on Netflix. And if you don't know, Marie Kondo is like a professional organizer and basically what she teaches you to do. And I remember hearing it a while ago and thinking, oh, that's kind of like so simplistic or I don't know, like, okay, didn't really interest me that I'm like a messy person, but I do like things to be neat and tidy. And I do get anxious when my space is cluttery or when I'm around other people's clutter. So anyways, Marie Kondo basically teaches you, you take everything out of the closet, you take everything out and you put it in the center of the table or center of the bed and you hold each item and see if it sparks joy. If it sparks joy, you keep it. If it doesn't, you let it go by saying thank you. So I really love the idea of this. So I was just like, you know, there are some things I was letting pile up. I do not like doing laundry. I do source my laundry out to a cleaning company, a laundry service. 
But I even then had a few that loads I still would do myself at home and it was just piling up. So anyways, I went ahead and I like revamped my closet. Like I was shocked. I was shocked I got through it first. I was like, you know, I'm just gonna try one section of my closet and I end up going through the whole thing. It took me about four or five hours and it was such an emotional, energetic, freeing experience. And even when saying freeing, like I had to process some things. Like it it brought up some emotions, like it's taking stuff out from even like high school and when I was in university and my old dance career and even my wedding day, it brings up emotions, it brings up memories. And you would be so shocked to know the stuff that we keep that not even just physically keep, but the energy attached to it and how much space it is taking up in our mind and our body and our energy field. And that stuff that lays dormant, that heavy weight, that stagnant energy, that has a negative or low vibration attached to it whether you hold it whether you wear it whether you don't wear it whether when you bring it up you hold it and you're like oh my god it triggers an emotion the whole process of tidying up and going through does it spark joy or not it's so like honestly life transforming so if you haven't done it I highly highly recommend it because once I did that I was clearing and purging even more what you know we we all have something to work on I think we always will and it just cleared out so much space like it brought up emotions I like sat with it I cleared it and the whole like saying thank you to it as you release it I literally felt it in my hand as I said thank you to it I had like six bags of clothes to donate afterwards and my half of my closet is empty and it's beautiful because I was saying you know in the spring I want to do like a wardrobe makeover I want to just buy a few, you know, items. And even then when I go buy these items, I'm going to buy things that only spark joy. And I always said that. You mean think about it, your favorite things to wear are the ones that spark joy. And then there's things that you hold on to that you're like, oh, I can wear it for Halloween. Oh, I can take it on vacation. And you never do. Or you take it on vacation and it still stays in the suitcase, right? So I want you to just go back. I want you to think about where in your home where in your office or where in your life is there clutter or where in your life or home do you just not want to deal with or look at and when you allow yourself to go through the process of decluttering metaphorically or even physically but really I'm talking about doing this physically it has so much weight and effect on you mentally emotionally energetically and physically in your world and what will show up. Because when I did this process, let me tell you, within that time frame, I had like three new clients come into my world, right? So how is the closet and clients related? It is so related because everything is energy. And that closet represents or for me what my closet represents was kind of like, oh, there's some things I loved about it. There's some things I didn't. There's stuff I needed to do, but things I was putting off. So when you take that, that energy, that way of being and apply it to your business, to your life, to your money, I believe the way you do one thing is how you do everything. And so by sparking joy back into your life, back into your closet, back into your office, 
back into your home. It creates room and space and joy into your business, especially in your office if you're working. And you want to know, actually, this is going to be like a vulnerable share, but I'm so comfortable with this. I actually haven't even been working in my office for the past few months. I just haven't been inspired to be in my office. I've been inspired to work from my kitchen or by my fireplace or sometimes in bed with my like heated blanket and candles. I just love coziness, relaxation and moments of joy and luxury sometimes, right? Like working from a spa even. Yes, there's such thing as a 24-hour spa. I discovered it and I'm like doing it monthly. And it made me think now, oh, why haven't I been wanting to go to my office? And my office is attached to my home and I have a a separate space, but it's because there's papers, there's clutter in a corner. When I am cluttery, I have organized clutter, right? Like organized chaos, but I don't even look at it over there. So there's, it just holds this energy and releases a vibration, which makes the space uninspired. You're not creative. You're not flowing. You're not in your power, right? So by clearing space in your home, in your physical space, you clear space in your mind. You clear space in your energy field. You clear space in your receiving tunnel to receive and actualize the things that you want. Money, clients, whatever desire you're going for. So take a look at that. Start tidying your space. Start with one place. Well, first of all, start watching the Marie Kondo thing. Or maybe it's enough what I shared with you to take that and run with it. Just start with one space. And once you honestly do one space at a time, it's easier to maintain and you actually have joy maintaining it now, right? I love cleaning sometimes. I shouldn't say I love cleaning. There's moments I like have the energy and I don't mind doing it. It can be like meditative and like I don't mind it. I enjoy it. But most times I really enjoy the help and support of our house cleaner, my husband, and you know, whenever moms come over, they love doing the dishes. So I receive all of that. That's number one. Tidy your space. Okay. And notice what that does to your mind and to your body and to your soul and what that opens up for you. And take note of what shows up in your life. Okay. Number two, the second unexpected thing that may bring you clients and money that you may or may not have tried is resting, taking a day off or sleeping. I am a huge, huge advocate for sleep and rest, especially as a human design manifester. I work in spurts. I value alone time. I need my rest. I don't have ongoing sacral energy. So whether you're a generator, many gen, projector, we all need rest on some level. And so this especially, I want you to do it not just when you are burnt out, because really the way to avoid the burnout is to start including it as a practice, as a ritual, as part of your schedule, blocking it off in your schedule, getting in the habit. This is a practice, especially if it's hard for you to take a day off or to rest or sit still or nap or whatever. Find your groove, find what feels good, but moments of restorative rest. What this does, it releases your barriers, releases resistance, and allows your mind, body, and soul and your energy to really rest calms your nervous system so that you can go out and do in a more regulated healthy space versus in the go go fight or flight mode 
And so that can often block your manifestations and what you're asking for if you're a business owner, if you're a coach, if you're wanting money, more clients, whatever it is you're asking for. You're always going and going, going, going and doing so much that that doing could block you. So bringing things into balance and noticing your sweet spot for rest. For me, I could work a lot of hours when I have that huge creative urge. I also follow cyclical living and I follow my cycle and I plan my month. I plan my programs. I plan when I coach clients around my cycle. And I make that very clear. I mean, you don't have to give them all the details that so-and-so day is when I get my period. But I plan it where I'm only available this week. You space things out. I block things in my schedule. I take that day off. I'm like, I don't want to work today. And the way I've built my business is so I have that flexibility. I have that space for myself. I have that support. And I teach people how to do that through my certified coaching school. So take rest. And you may think like, oh, if I rest, I'm not going to get things done. This is going to hold me back. It's not productive. It's just as productive. And if not more productive, then you actually keep doing what you're doing and not getting anywhere. So take a look and see where are you integrating rest in your life? Number three of something unexpected you can do that will bring more to you is do something completely different and shift your focus. So what do I mean by that? If you're focusing on my business, I'm focusing how do I get more clients? How do I get more money? How do I find a new job? How, how, how? If you're so focused, whatever subject you're focused on, Abraham Hicks talks about this a lot. Shift your focus. When you're so hyper-focused on something, you actually constrict the flow of energy. It's not always productive. So if you feel like you're hyper-focused or been putting your attention on something a little too long, and it doesn't necessarily mean you've hit a point where you're blocked, even just introduce in those moments like, okay, I've been working on this project a while. Let me just take a step back. Let me just zoom out. Let me go focus on something else. So whether it's starting to feel constrictive or you've just been working on something a long time, take a step back and start focusing on something completely different. So if you're focusing on your business right now, drop the business for the weekend, for a day, for a few hours, whatever you can allow yourself to do and go do something completely different that has nothing to do with it. You can go play with your kids. You can take them to McDonald's. You can go for a walk. You can just go watch Netflix. Now use that mindfully because what I'm saying, you don't want to numb yourself. You just want to release and relax so that you can open up to a new awareness around your focus, around what is important to you. Building your business, your family, whatever it is. One of the favorite things I like doing for myself is taking myself on a date. I love alone time. I also love going on date nights. I love spending time with my kids. And sometimes I just love just going to do my own thing, go to the movies by myself, go to a restaurant by myself, or just reading a book totally unrelated to the topic, or it could be related to the topic, 
but it's just not so hyper-focused. My mind is not on the business. My hands are not on the business. My being is not in it, right? I'm able to step back and step out and change my focus onto something else. My energy shifts. Everything shifts. And often, I get the idea. I get the refresh of energy. I get the new motivation, the creativity, the inspiration. Or I even get, you know, an actualization of it. A new student, a new client, a new talking opportunity, whatever it is. So you may think, oh, but if I'm not focused on it 24-7, I'm not going to achieve it. I'm not going to be where I want to be. I'm not going to achieve success. It's a bull-faced lie. So these three things seem like unrelated or unproductive towards your goals in your business and in your life and building a life of wealth, rest, and freedom. They're actually so important and go into building the life that you want, building a sustainable life of health, of joy, and of freedom. So to recap, the three unexpected things that you can do to call in more clients and money, tidy your space, your office, your bedroom, your kitchen, one cupboard, one closet, whatever it is, and keep the things that spark joy, release the things that don't. When you release it, you say thank you and meaningfully say thank you. And that way you don't feel guilty. You don't have a tie to it. You have released it. Number two, rest, take a day off or sleep. Sleep is the best thing to release resistance. Number three, do something completely different to change your focus. So changing your focus, looking in another direction, focusing on something different and just relaxing your mind, relaxing your body, relaxing your energy. It just helps you replenish and restore your energy and your focus. And then you can go back to your thing, the thing you're working towards with a refreshed new expansive energy. So I really hope you enjoyed this. If you want to learn more tools and techniques for your own spiritual development or serving on a higher level in your work, your workplace, or take your career or business to the next level, I offer a high-level ICF accredited spiritual coach certification program. We have two cohorts available for our spring cohort. So go to starseedacademycoachtraining.com to learn more about it. Thank you all so much for listening. I'll see you next week.